And this is AJ. And welcome to episode 19 of Not That AA. As some of you may have noticed, we've been gone for quite a while, and that's because we had a huge like cross-country move. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah, AJ sounds wonderfully excited. He's still recovering from the trip. We all are. Yeah, that's true. So we moved from the south to the northeast. And so um, it was quite a journey, and we're still kind of getting settled into our new environment. And so we haven't really had time to do any podcasts lately, especially since most of our stuff was packed. I know. But our game consoles were at the very top, so we were able to get to those pretty fast. Yeah, and it's one of the last things we packed, too. I know. So um, so we're going to talk about um, a couple of games we've been playing, and also... Yesterday wrapped up the E3 announcements, and so mm-hmm. we're going to talk about those because you yes, know we can't of course. be we can't be a gaming podcast if we don't talk about E3. Mm-hmm. So, um, in the time since we did our last episode, we've played several games, but a couple that um, have stood out is uh, we've played Far Cry Five. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if we talked about Far Cry Five on our last podcast. I want to say no. Did we? It was pretty recent when we beat it. So even if we did, I don't think we talked about talked about it in the depth. entirety. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I thought it was super enjoyable. I especially loved the uh, stunt runs. Yeah. Um, the music for that is amazing, and it's the whole story is hilarious. The ending was disappointing. Yeah, left much to be desired. But... Yeah, I didn't like the ending. We're not going to spoil it, but when you play through the game, the game is great, but the ending is just kind of, you're just kind of sitting there like, wait, what? Yeah. Why? So, but then another more recent game that we just played recently is Detroit Becoming Human. Mm-hmm. So it's basically another Android slash robot game. And... Um, has some pretty recognizable people in it. You know, it has Jesse Williams and Minka Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I thought it was, I don't know, it seemed a little formulaic to me. What do you think? So it's another one of those David Cage games who made Heavy Rain. Yes. And the idea is that it's one of those games where your choices affect the future progression of the game. Mm-hmm. So, someone joked about this, and I think it's true. It's basically if they made iRobot into a 10-hour movie. Yeah, they said so, that on uh, Smosh's uh, Honest Trailers. Yeah, honest yeah. Video game trailers. I'd, I'd say that's a pretty accurate depiction of what the game is like. I mean, I think the game mechanics itself is outstanding. Mm-hmm. But the story is very predictable. Yes. It was an enjoyable game, but definitely not one where I would go through and play through all the endings. Yes. And then it involves, well, spoiler alert, if no one's played it or if you haven't played it. So you can skip fast forward or whatever. But um, there are moments where the androids break with their programming in order to save someone or to... uh, discover free will or something like that Mm -hmm. and it doesn't really explain why like the creator of them 
said that he created a back door for a reason or there was always a quote-unquote way out but mm-hmm. they didn't really discuss that while like i think in you know like a show like westworld which is you know deals with a very similar subject matter gives a little more explanation to it mm-hmm. so well it was a cinematic experience and i think it's funny because i don't think smosh was the one that mentioned this but remember we talked about Until Dawn? Yes. And the joke is that Until Dawn does heavy rain better than heavy rain does heavy rain. It's yes. like a better version of what David Cage is trying to do. Mm-hmm. It's cagey. You know, the story is serious without being too serious. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing that people really dislike about David Cage's game is it has an air of pretension about it. I can see that. So it's it's like when you play the game, you can tell that he's trying to portray this higher message and, you know, it's kind of lost <laughs> over time as you play the game. Um, and... Um, so, sorry about all of the thumping in the background for... Those of you who have ever lived in the Northeast, um, you tend to have um, apartments inside of buildings as opposed to like, you know, California and the South where everything is kind of just spread out. So if you hear random thumps, that's our neighbors. So I apologize for that. Yeah. (laughs) I just, sorry to interrupt you. I just heard like a bunch of thumping. But but continue about caginess, pretension. So... I think the introduction, like, I don't want to spoil it too much, but there's obviously a major reference to the civil rights movement mm-hmm. during the game, but it's portrayed in a very cheesy way. Cheesy? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, I feel like it cheapens the whole civil rights movement, like the way they portray the robots. I don't know. It's kind of hard to describe, but it just feels kind of cheesy. Like when you spray paint the different areas. Yeah, I'm, but the thing is, is that I think it has to be kind of pre- presented in a more simplistic manner mm-hmm. because they are robots, you know. They don't have the sort of intricacies and complexities that you see in human behavior you're starting to see like a little bit of it, but it's not quite there. Yeah, see that that that's I feel like a plot hole in really? the game. So they're talking about how the robots can pass the Turing test, right? Yes. Which basically makes them almost human, but at the same time, it's obvious throughout the game that there's clear limitations to what they can do, at least with Connor. Yes. Right? He's following all these rules, but at the same time, they're robots that pass the Turing test. So there's some kind of weird inconsistency. It's like they're almost human, but they're more robotic as well at the same time. I don't know if that makes any sense. It's Yeah. It's really strange. It's kind of... Um, I think it kind of really delves into what it means exactly to be human and what do you consider to be trademarks of human behavior. Mm -hmm. Because when you think about it, the androids and humans have a lot in common. Because the human body is basically a meat sack 
that's being run by a brain and a bunch of nerves. Mm -hmm. And one can argue, how is that any different from like a sophisticated computer system? Some would say, or some would argue, at least um, on religious grounds, that, you know, human beings have a soul, et cetera, et cetera, because they're actually living beings, while androids are man-made. But in terms of legalistic, uh, a legalistic viewpoint, androids and humans are more alike than what people would like to think. Okay. I think it's I think it's meant to engage in that narrative. I think that's what's part of the uh, idea behind the game mm -hmm. is to make you think like, okay, we have these super sophisticated androids. At what point do they become a person? And that's what they're fighting for is to recognize their personhood. But are they really people? Where do you draw the line? You know? Yeah, I feel like we can get into really long philosophical oh, yeah. discussions oh, totally, about this. Oh, totally, totally. And... You know, for our listeners, you know, feel free to comment to us um, and let us know your opinion, what you think. And um, because I feel like there is a whole spectrum of opinions mm -hmm. on this particular issue. And as we become a more technologically advanced society, you know, it's something that maybe not our generation, but our kids and grandkids might have to figure out. Well, I mean... In the recent Google conference, they already mm -hmm. have the Google Assistant capable of calling and making appointments for you like a person. Yeah, which so is we're creepy. Getting, we're getting kind of slowly creeping towards that direction. So it won't be long before we have machines basically doing all of our tasks for us. Yeah, but I think also there's an inherent danger in that too. I think Stephen Hawking warned against that. Yeah, so... But that was going to be like man's downfall. I think Elon AI. Musk was against it too. Yeah. They're basically all the major tech heads, the tech people, have warned about AI taking over. Because you're creating something that has all of man's strength and none of its weaknesses. Mm -hmm. Which is a pretty terrifying thing. And the biggest thing is... When you have machines which think logically and don't act on emotion like humans do, mm -hmm. they're more likely to make decisions that we find appalling. Yes. You know, like things that we think about emotionally might be acted on by machines in a way we don't want them to. Yes. So, hence, Skynet and all that stuff. You know? <laughs> but anyway, so that's the games we've been playing and... Do you want to start talking a little bit about E3? Yes, yes. So we um, we saw, what was it, Sony's, uh, Square Enix. We saw Bethesda. Bethesda, Ubisoft. Microsoft. And Basically everyone but EA and a couple of more esoteric uh, smaller conferences. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, we kind of watched the big the big hitters. Yeah. Um, uh, is there a game? That you're looking forward to in particular? There, there's quite a few. <laughs> I, I guess I'll kind of go in the order of the presentation. Okay. So EA was the first. You know, there's a lot of games that EA makes that appeals to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But the only thing that really stood out to me was, I think it was Vince, the guy who made... Um, uh, the guy who was part of Respawn Entertainment. Mm -hmm. 
um, talked about making the new Star Wars game. So there's a huge thing with EA where they hired all these people to make all these Star Wars games. You know, Battlegrounds being one of them. And... I thought it was Battlefront. Battlefront, sorry. There's so many different battles. There's Battlefield, (laughs) Battlefront. But yeah, they made Battlefront. That's Mm -hmm. the only one that made it. They hired Amy from... uh, What was it called? Naughty Dog? To make a new Star Wars game with a narrative. Mm -hmm. And that one got cancelled. They're the ones that announced Star Wars 1313. That got cancelled as well. So... I'm not holding much hope, but they're talking about a new game called Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. So Ah. that might have more details next year, but it's kind of a situation where they're like, yeah, we're making it, but we don't have any gameplay footage or any concept art. So who knows? It's probably vaporware at this point. Yeah. Um, But of course, EA, I don't know if they announced it. Um, well, I mean, because they come like clockwork. For those of you who love sports games, there's obviously going to be, the you know, FIFA, the Madden, yeah. um, MLB. Um, yeah, so they always come out with those every year. So my, I know my brother has an expanding collection of them. Yep. So they did the FIFA 19, the Madden 19, and NBA Live 19. That's the other one. Yeah. That's the one I forgot about. He plays that too. So NBA Live traditionally is not the best nba game traditionally 2k makes the best one or it's called uh i think i don't remember what's called but they make an nba license game back in the day too that mm-hmm. was even better but we'll see how it comes out but i'm not a sports game person mm-hmm. so don't really care to be frank <laughs> um but that's about it for ea you know they have their battlefield their new um anthem which is basically a competitor to all the other open world games that they're making mm-hmm. um but other than that not not much else um so after ea was microsoft i remember that one yes so microsoft was pretty lengthy they had a it lot of announcements seem, see i honestly didn't think it seemed that long i don't know how the time got away from me <laughs> yeah i mean these conferences they tend to run over an hour and the ones that really drag on are the ones that talk about, you know, the services, like TV services oh, and yeah. all that stuff. And it gets kind of long. Maybe too. I fell asleep during the Microsoft one. I don't know. But they had a couple announcements. So the thing with Microsoft is they haven't had very many exclusive games. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to change that this year. And most of their big announcements, honestly, aren't exclusives this year. Okay. But the big one that's an exclusive, of course, is they're making a new Halo. Mm-hmm. Instead of making Halo 6, I guess they're making Halo Infinite. There's absolutely no gameplay footage, so who knows what that's going to be like. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another Forza game. Every yeah. year brings a new Forza game. This year it's Forza Horizon 4. It's in the UK. And one of the editors was like, that can't be realistic. I'm from England and it's sunny in the game. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> um, Crackdown 3 with Terry Crews. That looks like fun. Because who hasn't wanted to be Terry Crews at some point in time? Right. <laughs> and, of course, Gears of War. So they're doing Gears of War 5, but they're also doing this weird Funko Pop Gears thing. Okay, I know you think that's weird, but I'm one of those few people who thinks the Funko Pops are adorable. 
So seeing them as little with the big ass heads and everything and the little beady eyes, I think is so cute. I wonder how much money was exchanged for that deal to happen. I'm guessing a lot of hardcore fans are not going to like it. I think they're trying to bring in another group of players. Well, I mean, did you notice during the conference they showed the Gears logo? Everyone was like, yeah. And then they talked about the Funko Pop and it was like dead silent. It was. Yeah, everyone was was just like, do we just get trolled or what? (laughs) Next you're expecting like them to put up Rick Rick Astley. Which is a great song, by the way. So fuck everyone who thinks it's terrible. Okay, go on. (laughs) Um, So the rest of the games that were really big are kind of not exclusive. So Dying Light 2, that's not an exclusive. That's a Mm -hmm. zombie game. Fallout. Uh, so many zombie games. Fallout is not an exclusive. Um, Fallout 76, right? Yeah, Fallout 76. Okay. That's not an exclusive. Uh, the Division 2, which was cool because we haven't heard anything about The Division 2 until the Xbox conference. Division 2 is also great to play online with friends. Yeah. I know you're a huge fan of that. You and your friends play. Yeah, Division is amazing online. Like, you can't play this game so I have to play with either you and your friends or my brother. Because none of my friends play games. That's kind of sad. Yeah, I think that's very it used to be. It used to be sort that, of thing. like, females didn't play very many games. Mm-hmm. But now it's shifted towards where gaming is not a weird thing anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's more mainstream. It's just, like... I don't know. Maybe it's just the group of friends that I have. It's not really their thing. Because mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of girl gamers, and I'm not talking about the fake ones who just show their tits for donations and who really don't know how to play anything. But I'm talking about, you know, actual gamers, you know? Mm-hmm. So they're just not in my circle of friends. Maybe I need to bra- branch out more. I might start streaming just to like network a little more. You know that I want to stream Persona 5 because mm-hmm. I think it's fucking hilarious. And I'm in love with Yusuke. So just yeah. anything to see Yusuke again. Of course. But, I mean, there's other things that I would definitely... Uh, I don't know. I, if I could get my friends into, like... You know, some, even, like, you know, some Mario games. You know? We'll get to the Mario okay, stuff. Okay, yeah, sorry. I'm, like, jumping ahead here. Um... I think the biggest news out of the Microsoft conference mm-hmm. is they showed footage, or not footage, they showed a trailer for Cyberpunk 2077, mm-hmm. which is a new game from the developer of The Witcher. And everyone's been looking forward to this because all they've made is Witcher. Yeah. So this Which is, is like, amazing still. Yeah, but... this is like a futuristic game. And the trailer, quite honestly, looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll see what it comes out being, but it kind of has a, kind of like a, I can't really describe the vibe that they're going for. Um, I would say it's kind of like maybe almost fifth elementy. Oh, maybe a little bit. Yes. Yeah. I can see that. So very we'll, fifth element. Well, we'll see how it comes out, but it looks really exciting. And so that's Microsoft and Bethesda was after Microsoft. Mm -hmm. Um, There wasn't really anything particularly new announced there. I mean, there's announcements, of course, but the biggest thing I think is they talked about Fallout 76 being online, which is a big deal. Oh, yeah. That's going to be fun. Because Fallout has traditionally been a single player game and now it's going to be all online. 
But they said you could still play as a solo. Yeah, but who's going to do that when you can play online? I'd I mean, like there there's solo. solo players out there, but one of the biggest gripes I had about Fallout <laughs> is I'm not like an amazing gamer. Mm-hmm. So Fallout is tough. Yes. And I die a lot. And I think with friends, it could potentially make make it a lot more fun. Yeah, know? I think so. You can complement each other. So let's see the other big thing they announced i think is so so by the way they announced rage 2 which i had to comment on that (laughs) rage 2 wasn't reviewed terribly Mm -hmm. i'm not suggesting that was but it's kind of this game that just kind of died right no one really bought it are you talking about rage 1 or rage 2 rage 1 yeah and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they made a sequel. And it's like, out of who, nowhere, you see Andrew WK, and it's like, whoa, where did this guy come it's out like, from? It's like, who asked for the sequel? I didn't know. I, I, I mean, I didn't. Maybe it has a cult following that we just aren't in tune with. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. You know, everyone has their kind of like gaming niches. There's very few people who like play everything and do everything and keep track of everything. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, unless the, the you know, professionals do. You know, but neither of us are professional gamers. Well, it's not played really on a professional level. No, no, no. I mean, people who, like, vlog and stream as their job, they will play every game and stuff like that. So they have more of, like, the finger on the pulse type of thing as opposed to casual gamers like you and I who just play when we get home. Yeah, but, I mean, I listen to podcasts about IGN and stuff, and even they're like, wait, what? Really? Why? Okay, okay. But anyways... Continue. The biggest thing about Bethesda is this is only like their third or fourth year doing conferences. Mm -hmm. And personally, I thought the conference was very weird. It's like every couple sentences, they paused for applause. So it was just like a very awkward conference. And they made these really awkward jokes. And it was just... The flow was weird. I think that that was just poor writing. Yeah. So I feel... At least, because I've done a lot of public speaking. If you say something that's funny, I generally don't pause for laughter or applause. But I will pause if it comes. Mm-hmm. It has to come organically. Yeah. You can't write in the script, pause for applause. And I think that's what happened. I think that was on the teleprompter. Pause for applause. Pause for effect. Pause for uh, pause for cheering. And it's... it. So you would have the speaker saying, oh, blah, 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 crickets. <laughs> and then it moves so on. You should at least have like a oh. like a applause track or something. Was Bethesda the one that still had the hot mics after they got off? Or was that Microsoft? I think that was Ubisoft. Was it Ubisoft? Yeah, but I think that was GameSpot's fault. Because they're the ones that are broadcasting that. Yeah, way. I was waiting. I was waiting for someone to say something wildly inappropriate. You know, but they all said, oh, yeah, we did a good job. Oh, yeah, we killed it. And I was like, and one of them, and then someone was saying, oh, oh, is this the mic, blah, blah, or so, it was completely benign comments. So I was very disappointed because I wanted someone to say something hugely embarrassing. And be live streamed. Yes, or be like ridiculously inappropriate. And it would have been hilarious. Well, they've been doing this for a long time. So which just makes the error that much funnier. It was funny because it was super loud, too, because they'd start playing the music for the next segment and you're like, and you hear blah, 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 talking like really loud in the background. And then someone's like, oh, shit, hot mic. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of Ubisoft, um, 
I'm not going to go through everything, of course, but I think the biggest news they have, and that everyone's really excited about this, and even got me excited, is Beyond Good and Evil 2. Mm. The trailer for that looked amazing. So, um, this this is one of those games that had a cult following, and I guess it wasn't a big thing, as big of a thing back then when Good and Evil 1 came out, mm-hmm. but people really wanted them to make a sequel. And now that they did the sequel, it looks amazing. And the coolest thing is they got hit record from um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt to do Mm. a collab with the community to create assets. And I think that's going to change a lot of community engagement going forward. Yeah. And I told you that I was thinking of submitting something. You suggested that I submit like art. Yeah. But I was thinking of submitting like radio content. That would be kind of like random shit that you hear. Like for those of you who have played GTA, you know how you hear like random commentary in the background. And also in um, what's that game that you're playing right now? Um, The The Ghost Recon. Yes, Ghost Recon. Why do I keep forgetting the name? But you hear them say such funny shit. Mostly in Spanish, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like an Easter egg, but it's hilarious. And so that got me inspired because I was like, I can just say some random funny shit, and it could be played as well, radio they, content. They do that in Grand Theft Auto as well, right? Yeah, I brought that up already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I was so, but that's something using Hit Record. I can, I can actually do that. I yeah. can submit something like that. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and unexpectedly, they announced Trials Rising. Which is, uh, which looks really fun and it's on coming to Nintendo Switch. So that's a big deal as well. Yes. And now that one's becoming multiplayer too. Because Trials, you were just on your own little bike. I don't remember if there's multiplayer. There might be, but I never played multiplayer on it. But that game used to make me laugh my ass off because it was so funny how you crashed. Mm -hmm. And so in the trailer... They showed all of these amazing tricks and then these players really just eating Wiping it. out, yeah. And it's fantastic. I love it. So, and it's coming to the Switch. Yay! I'm excited about that. I'm excited about games, more games coming to the Switch, period. I think yeah. people are embracing this platform more. I think so. I think this has been a very successful year. Yeah. Um, so that was about it for Ubisoft. Sony kind of did a really weird conference this year. It's really short in the sense that they didn't talk about as much Mm -hmm. you know they focus on four main games you know the spider-man that's coming out ghost of tsushima which looks really cool by the way it's by the people who made um uh it's sucker punch they made infamous they made infamous too although i thought it was pretty funny that they had some random old white guy playing the flute at the beginning for like 20 minutes so <laughs> well, they're, they're, what I was know weird? it was building up the environment, mm-hmm. but I don't care. The game was like I remember we had it playing in the background, mm-hmm. and both of us were not paying attention. But then once they put the game up, it was mm-hmm. like, "Whoa, this is nice!" And so they should have just led with that. Well, did you notice at the very beginning they show The Last of Us Two, and it was in a tent. And then they move to the actual conference location. Oh. And in between, they're like, oh, intermission, taking a break while we transition. Oh, was that it? It was so weird. Oh, I like, didn't uh, notice that. Yeah, I guess they really wanted to build like Suspense? some. Yeah, I don't nah, know. whatever. But anyway, um, that's about it for Sony. You know, 
I think it's because they have another conference in December, usually, the PlayStation Experience. So they focused on the things that are kind of big and coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Um, Death Stranding is, you know, the trailer leaves me more confused than I was before. It I is saw so it. confused. I have no idea what's going on. Nom nom crunchy baby. They announced <laughs> two more really famous actors joining. Yes, but, Lindsay Wagner and Lea Saidu. Yeah, but other than that, like I have no idea what's going on. I mean like even more confused now. Yeah. They have this like weird baby powered lamp and Yeah. We know that Norman Reedus is a delivery man of some sort. Right? Because yeah. he's delivering parcels. We saw him delivering a body. So I, he's maybe some sort of recovery crew, whatever. And then he has a baby. It's like in some... a pod. Like like Matrix style. Yeah. Or um, for those of you who've read Aldous Huxley's Brave New World, where babies are decanted out of jars, that's that's what it is. And it powers so, flower So basically, <laughs> basically, it's like the adventures of the FedEx man in Iceland. Yeah. Or like that Kevin Costner movie, The Postman. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's, uh, it's beautiful, but it looks like it's a fever dream. I mean, it's so weird. We'll see what it's about, (laughs) but it's creative for sure. Yes. I think it's one of those games where you play it and you're like, that was interesting. Yeah. You know, it graphically and visually, it's beautiful. And the recreations of the characters, the motion capture, is like beyond compare. Mm -hmm. They actually look like their real counterpart. So it's really interesting. They didn't show that other famous actor that was joining. Who was it again? Uh, I can't remember his name. He's in a lot of things. Um... Shoot, I, I, it's like slipping the top of my mind. You have your computer in front of you. Can you look it up? Yeah, I'll look it up while we talk about yeah, the Nintendo here, let me, stuff. Let me move on on our agenda. And this was, while AJ looks that up, I'm going to move on to the Nintendo conference, which I was super excited about. Probably the one that I was looking forward to the most. So, um, of course... They were talking about Fire Emblem, which I have never played, but it looks beautiful. And a big thing was that Fortnite was available, like, for free, for download. So, quick thing about Fortnite. Oh, okay. It's a really popular um, kind of free-for-all type game, kind of mm-hmm. like PUBG. Mm-hmm. Um, two million downloads since it was released yesterday. Really? Already, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I need to look more into, like, how to play the game because you and I played yesterday and I feel like it was kind of a clusterfuck because we were just destroying things and not building anything and getting caught in the storm. Mm-hmm. I think we just fucked up. And so we need to look at a strategy guide or something. Or just learn how to play the game because there's this no tutorial. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, they just put you in and they're like, good luck. Um, another big one that actually had already been announced, but they showed a little more detail, is the uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, mm-hmm. um, which is super cute. Another installment for big Pokemon fans. And then you have the little Pokemon Pokeball that you can play the game with, mm-hmm. and you can also carry it around. And I think on one of the previous announcements, like you can have your little Pikachu just sitting on the table and it like it responds if you pet the ball and stuff like that so that's really cute it's kind of like that little um pedometer 
that was in um so silver. i think soul silver soul silver yeah because yeah because yeah, you bought that for me yeah i found it and it's packed in a box somewhere nice <laughs> but i want to start playing that again um so that's some, definitely something that i want to look into playing um and of course super mario party yeah so mario party is an amazing series it's kind of grown tired over the years mm -hmm. i think the last one was almost a decade ago I want to say they've been releasing these subpar titles on the 3ds yeah um but it's largely a party game mm -hmm. and what i thought was re really interesting is during the trailer they showed them putting two uh switches next to each other and they kind of like talk to each other somehow where like the mini game continued from one to the other yes yeah that was kind of that interesting. was cool but i don't know how many people i mean i think everyone assumes that millennials go to coffee bars to play switch I have not seen that. Tragically, the both of us are millennials, so we have not seen that or engaged in it. <laughs> but apparently, it's a thing. I maybe? heard it. I heard it. This happen where people spontaneously pull out their switches and play. That's kind of cool, actually. But we're gonna have who to knows? find since we're in a new area now. We're gonna have to find like spread out and go to all the little coffee bars and see if we see people playing Switch. There's like game shops here, like little mom and pop game shops. So maybe you'll find. We need to hunt around. We've yeah. only been here. We've only been in our new state um for what four days yeah something like that so kind of crazy when you say it like that you know? yeah well we're just a total mess right yeah. now everything looks like a mess but um but yeah it's definitely something that we can um explore further um and something that you and i are both crazy looking forward to super smash brothers ultimate oh wait brief detour the actor Mads Mikkelsen from Rogue yes. One. Well, he's not known for Rogue, being a Rogue One actor, but he's in a lot of things. Um, I can't believe you forgot him because you've brought him up before. Like when we were watching like a certain movie, you're like, oh, this has Mads Mikkelsen in it. Yeah. Of all the random people that you could have forgotten, it was this guy that you pointed out to me before. He was in Han he was Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. 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 So, um, anyway, so, yeah, sorry for the brief detour, but yes, we're talking about Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yes. Which is also Super Smash Brothers Clusterfuck. It's got <laughs> all the characters ever released. I want to fact check something on that. Sure. Because someone said that, and I don't know if this is true, that Wario was in a previous incarnation of Smash Brothers. But he is not included in this. No, you saw Wario in the in the trailer. I don't. Yeah, that's what I was like. I don't remember. Yeah, they even changed his final smash. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it used to be where you're on like a motorcycle and you mm -hmm. rode back and forth, and mm -hmm. then like you farted or something. But anyway, <laughs> Wario is definitely in this. Okay. I mean, they even brought back Snake. Yeah. So, it's been what, like, ten years since yeah. Snake has been a part of the game. Yeah, and Ice Climbers. They were not in the game yeah, for a while. Yeah. So. <laughs> I and then there's like three links. And a Ness. I think they got rid of yes. Ness for one of the versions too. So Ness is back too. He's awesome. The one that I think is so random still is the Wii Fit Trainer. She's hilarious though. I know, but it's just so random. <laughs> it used to be a thing. Like, I know. She has like this killer move that's like a yoga pose and they like slaps you in the face over and over again. You know what I thought was funny was 
uh, Sakurai was like, I consulted the team about changing the appearance. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I talked to the Wii Fit team. I was like, Wii Fit team still exists? Like, when's the last time you heard about Wii Fit? I don't know. I remember we sold your Wii Fit board to my brother and he never used it. Yeah. I mean... He's still fat. They used it. <laughs> you know, the Wii Fit, though, back when it was on the Wii, the uh-huh. original Wii... Uh, because of the balance games, I was able to pick up snowboarding so much faster. Yeah. True story. Like, I was able to, like, balance myself without falling off on my ass. Too bad you shattered your knee, and now you can't I, snowboard. Well, I, I, I broke it, actually, before I even got on the board, so, to be fair, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't because of the snowboard. But that's a story for another time. Yes, yes. Anyways, so yeah, so there's a lot of games on all of the platforms coming out, and we're looking forward to so many of them. Fortunately, our new place has a lower rent, so we have more gaming money, and we're actually looking at turning an extra room into like a gaming uh, area slash studio for Mm -hmm. us, so that's going to be fun. So we're excited about this next stage of growth. And um, let us know if you have any comments, critiques, criticisms of, like, the content or E3 suggestions. What are you looking most forward to? Uh, Yeah, we'd love to hear it. Yeah. So, well, until next time. Bye. Bye.